Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I love this. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Kenny Pickett. Mike Tomlin here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. What was your take on the whole idea that his hands are too small? I potentially was capable of buying into that if I didn't watch him play college football in Pittsburgh. Earlier on the show, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. Saints head coach Dennis Allen. Baseball media personality John Boy. Still to come, Falcons general manager Terry Fontenot. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. We already had two NFL head coaches. We're about to be joined by an NFL general manager, Terry Fontenot of the Atlanta Falcons. Let this lady to call in any moment right now. And as soon as he does, we will we will pop him on. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Cinco de Mayo program. Well, we just had a caller, uh, Jimmy in San Antonio, say this is what... Uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, Day for, for Mexican yeah, people. Yeah. Not not like a big thing for them. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, essentially. It's so not it's even not essentially. Really. That's it's it's, it's so kids can dress up in sombreros and go to elementary <laughs> and school. And eat tamales. And, yeah. and eat tamales is basically <laughs> what he said. That's what's up. That, that's yeah, it. That is it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Greatly appreciate that. Um, and so uh, we, uh, we talked to Brandon Staley about the Chargers and Dennis Allen mm-hmm. about the New Orleans Saints. And as you know, um, we here on this program, we like to be straight up and straight and uh, fair and balanced. So that's how we bring in the uh, general manager of the Atlanta Falcons, Terry Fontenot. Um, we just spoke to um, John Boy of John Boy Media last hour talking about the, that, I don't know, strange, bizarre, weird, awkward uh, hand check that was just. It, it looked like uh, the first base umpire uh, for uh, Dan Bellino in Miami yesterday was was getting um, was getting Bumgarner ready for uh, uh, a manicure. I mean, <laughs> that, was, that's what it looks like. He was trying to stare deep what, in this why man's is he soul. Staring man? at him, it's just creepy. Really, yeah, it's almost I like think. he he wants to throw him out, right? And he's just looking yeah. at him like, "Give me a reason," because obviously, right. if you stare at a dude <laughs> like that and you're just he and you know Bum, he's just he's a fiery personality. So he it's almost like that guy wanted to throw him out. I, I wish he would. Yeah. And he did. And hey, he tossed him. And at any rate, if you missed any of these conversations or my opinions on it, if uh you're interested, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen show for our entire archive. The general manager of the Atlanta Falcons is joining us, however, right now on the Mercedes Benz Vans phone line. Uh, I believe first time he's been on this program. Terry Fontenot of the Atlanta Falcons. How you doing, Terry? 
I'm great, Rich. Yeah, this is my first time on the show. Thanks for having me. I just had one of those awkward moments when you come into a conversation late and I have no idea what you guys were talking about. <laughs> we, uh, we were talking about, again, I don't know if this passes your radar screen or if you are on social media, the, the uh, first base umpire uh, in Miami yesterday checking Madison Bumgarner's left hand for any sticky substance uh, wasn't looking at his hand but staring at Madison Bumgarner the entire time as he's touching his hand. And then Bumgarner did what most people would do, which is ask him what that malfunction was. And I guess he said the magic word and got ejected. That's what we're talking about. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> Man, I, I, have, uh, I have young kids that, that, that play a lot of ball. Uh, my five-year-old plays softball. My 10-year-old plays baseball. And so I spend a lot of time at those parks. And I guarantee there's a lot of parents and coaches at that age. They, any way they can cheat, they would cheat. It's intense. <laughs> <laughs> it is intense. <laughs> well, we we know you have kids because we saw one of them wearing a Drake London jersey on draft night. We saw that, Terry. Um, I guess had a, a general sense of what was coming that night. <laughs> Terry? You know, he's a big it, – it's really cool. He, he's got a big head right now, too, because, um, you know, him getting to be around the draft room and everything. And um, and, and he's a big-time jersey guy. He, he loves uh, college jerseys pro jerseys and so you know i buy him a lot of stuff like that and um and he's really excited about having it i bet so so uh what what's your son's name we just saw a picture of him up on the his screen son, his name is Caden. okay so Caden fontenot has to be jacked up with what who dad brought home on thursday night i imagine so he, he, he was excited about it he, he has his strong opinions and how about this so um he was all excited to he's 10 years old he's a football junkie so he's excited about coming to the draft I wasn't going to have him in the draft room, Rich. He was going to he was going to sit in my office. I have a little boardroom, and he was going to watch the draft from there. And all of a sudden, about the the fourth pick, he comes in, and and I just hear someone behind me says, "Hey, Dad, sauce just went," and he just kind of came in, and he just he stayed in. So we said, "Hey, if you're in here, you got to do some work." So he was in the draft room the entire time, and it was a it was a priceless experience, man. I I love it. I love it, Terry. And so, uh, what does Dad think about Drake London? <laughs> oh, we love him. And, and when I say we love everything about him, when you're picking, especially in the top ten, uh, you want to bring in an impact player, regardless of position, regardless of what side of the ball it's on, and you want to bring someone that that, that skill set wise is going to make an impact. We have a clear vision for, and it has to be someone that's wired the right way with the right makeup. And, man, when I tell you he checks every box in terms of the, his toughness, the competitiveness, the way he competes, and we spend a lot of time with him, but you don't even have to spend time with him. You just put on the tape and see the way the violence and toughness that he plays with, the way he plays the game, that's our ethos. That, that's the way we're going to compete here. That's the brand of football we're going to play. So he checks all those boxes. He's a great young man. We got to meet his family on Friday, and it's funny when you meet his his parents and uh, Cindy and and Dwan and, and his sister Michaela, and you see why he is the way he is. He was raised the right way, and his dad's kind of jacked up. So I said, okay, I know why he he kind of kept him in line when he was growing up. <laughs> uh, and you got Kyle Pitts as well. I think Drake even mentioned the the twin towers he mentioned on draft night from the draft stage. So yeah, gonna... that wasn't that wasn't smart. You know, we had that. He said that, and then we had our. Uh, Epicade, he said he was Dr. Pass Rush or something like that. And, 
And Arthur Smith is he's just writing all that stuff down and they're definitely gonna get called out in the first meetings and um about that stuff. So I don't know if that was a good start for those guys. Yeah, it strikes me Arthur Smith is one of those types and we've been interv- we've interviewed a few times and uh, you better be buttoned up your P's and Q's around him, Terry. I got that yes, sense. Yes, sir. They're, they're gonna definitely hear about it. I bet so. So I, I guess the, the the question I, I have is is how do these guys work with Mariota and the offense that you're building with Arthur Smith? What's your sense of that right now? Well, it, it's it, it, the cool thing about look, Arthur's one of the uh, smartest people I've been around, and, uh, and and just his mindset and how he sees things. And I would say uh, adaptive would be a major understatement. He's not a rigid guy that has done things a certain way and is only going to do it that way and the, the staff is that way as well um the entire staff and but it starts with him and so the cool thing is is we can add good football players that that fit our ethos and he's going to figure out ways to make it work um he's not rigid doesn't live in a box and so we add good athletes um good football players that fit what we're looking for smart tough competitive and he's going to have a clear plan for those guys. So what was your plan involving Matt Ryan, Terry? Again, this is the first time I'm talking to you. Last year's draft, you, 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 you cast a die. The die was cast where you went pits instead of uh, either Mac Jones or Justin Fields, who was on the board. Why did you do that at that time, and how has that started a domino effect of a, of a plan that we see playing out now with the second draft, Terry? Well, we, in our opinion – you know, we have a really good, uh, really good staff, and uh, from scouts, the the coaches, and, and the entire staff, and and we go through a process, Rich, and and we go through a process of setting the board, and we want to take the best players off the board, and, and we've constantly said that, and that's the way we're going to operate. So we're never going. If we feel like a quarterback is the best player on the board at that particular time, we're going to take them. And like when we took Desmond Ritter in the third round. At the time we took him, he was the best football player on the board. That's why we took him. If there was a player at eight we wanted this year, uh, whatever position, or at four last year, we were going to take him. So we never make a decision, Rich, going into a draft that we have to take this position, we have to take that position. You're not going to solve everything in one draft it's, or one free agency, one offseason. It's, it's progress over perfection. Um, we're trying to improve, and we're trying to improve the roster. So we're never going to reach for a position. So – the players that we took off the board, we have we have clear plans for those guys. Um, you know, when you get to Matt and and our plan with Matt, obviously um, Matt's in, in Indianapolis right now. We appreciate Matt and the time we're able to spend with him, and and we appreciate the Colts. They're first class throughout that whole process, and we're really happy for him. and And uh, we're moving forward, and we're excited about our quarterback room right now with Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter and Felipe. Uh, talk about you talk about a big athletic group. Um, and just the way those guys look coming off the bus is real good, and they're wired the right way. Uh, they, they come in here and work. As soon as 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 Marcus got um, found a house here, he's been out here working. And, and it's cool having a guy like that that he wants to. Because some players do their work on their own other places, and that's fine. That's their right. But Marcus wanted to be in the building, getting to know the people in the building, endearing the teammates, and doing those things. And so we're really excited about that. So I know I hit the way back machine with a question, like a serious way back machine with a question. But I, the reason why I did that is again, it's it's a it's a path that you started with your first draft choice, and now the the latest. But in between all that was was Matt Ryan a season with him, and now he is in Indianapolis, and 
and then you did have the uh, the the I guess pursuit uh, of Deshaun Watson for a while, as it was reported. So I'll just ask you one question about that, uh, if you don't mind. Were you surprised when you heard that the Browns were getting him and gave him all that guaranteed money after you were um, investing your time and whatever else you were talking about with him on that front? Sorry. No, not at all. In in, in, in this business, um, you know, I've been in this business, I guess, almost 20 years now, and uh, it, it, there's not any surprises in this business at all um, and, and what happens. And but those are those are situations where um, we go through the process and um, we determine, hey, we're going to turn over every stone and we're going to explore every opportunity. And that was something that that we explored. And there's always going to be things written and and said that aren't always true. But um, we just go through our process and um, and we accept the results. And then the result of sending Matt where he sent where he was sent. Um, how was he kept apprised and your relationship with him throughout that entire? process with him now being in indianapolis terry yeah um man author smith again i talked about how he's one of the smartest people i've been around he's also uh, a rare communicator and as we went through that entire process he communicated uh the entire time and and just to make sure and, and that's how we operate he's again unique in that way to where any player on this roster player one or player 90 whatever they needed at any time there's an open door process they can come to me or they can obviously go to author and they do that. So um, I, I think authors, he's special in that way. And, um, and, and we always, we're very transparent in how we operate here. Falcons GM Terry Fontenot here on the Rich Eisen show. Desmond Ritter's a special guy. We got a chance to, to meet him on this program, talk to him. I mean, he's uh, mature, not just because of the amount of time that he played at Cincinnati and the winning that he did. He's a dad. I mean, like he's, he's, in, he's advanced for, if you will, a rookie in many different ways. Is he NFL ready right now if need to be Terry Fontenot? What do you think? Uh, yeah, none of these guys right now, this is the beginning of the process for every single one of these, these players that we draft. And, and it, it's, it's the start of it. And so now – the reason we focus on the makeup so much and the reason that's so important is because it's challenging. It's hard. And some of these guys are younger, not as mature. Some of them are a little bit older, but it's, it's tough to come in the league and to be successful. So we bring the players that are wired the right way so they can come in and take every step. And our only expectation is for them to get better every day, focus on the process and get better. And everyone in this building, we have to, from, from the weight room, from nutrition, from the, the the coaching staff to everyone in the building, player development, we're here to help them continue to improve and not put in any unreal expectations, but just to come in and improve every day. So do you, is there a competition at quarterback that Ritter's going to be thrown in for week one? You know, it's funny, Rich, and it's great because uh, I, I was talking to the author. He said, hey, I've been on a couple times. He said, Rich is going to try to get a headline from you, so just be prepared. <laughs> and and I've, I've been asked this question a, a couple times, and every time I answer it, I go big picture. And I basically talk about our, there's competition at every position for every player, and I've already seen a couple of headlines that says that I say there's an open competition at quarterback, so it's great how that happens. <laughs> but but, but there, truly, everyone that comes in here, they have the same. It's the same situation. We're going to have 90 players competing to be on the 53, 53 players competing to be on the 48 on a weekly basis, and it's really that simple. That's the kind of culture we're going to have here. I come in here every morning, rich, competing for my job, and and that's how we see things. So 
we want players that, that they have a mindset that they're going to come in and compete every day. Okay. You, you, you gave me a lot there with that answer, Terry. Um, <laughs> um, so let me, just, let me just ask you this question. Since you are an evaluator who's been evaluating since, I believe, 03, you've been in this league for 20 years. Do I have a, a reputation? Is there a book on me? Is is there? What's what? What do you mean? Is there? Is there an evaluation on me that's happening that I'm unaware of? There, there is. It's, and I did my homework before sure. I came on the show. I listened okay. to. Um, I listened to a couple of okay. your shows. I listen regularly, but I want to listen to some recent that, ones. And then okay. I obviously talked to Arthur Smith, and and mm-hmm. he gave me all the notes on you. So yeah, we got to evaluate. We got to be prepared, right? Okay. Well, let me uh, just push back a little bit, if you wouldn't mind telling Arthur if that's the message he uh, delivered to you prior to being here. I don't seek headlines. I ask questions that I think people want the answers to. And if a headline comes out of it, so big. That's the way I view my job, Terry. You know, I like it. I you like know? it. There you go, man. You tell like coach. You tell coach. You run. You you tell coach that. Okay. You tell coach <laughs> I'm let him know. that I'm not a headline seeker. I'm not a clickbaiter. I don't do that sort of thing. <laughs> But I do want to know if Desmond Ritter has a chance to be the first <laughs> starter for the Falcons. Like that is that I, I think that's a legitimate question, don't you I think? So. Don't you think, Terry? Yeah, and and, and you know some some place, different places operate differently, but this really the way we do things here is mm-hmm. it's about coming in and competing, and, and there's nothing, no one slotted in any spots. It's about everyone coming in and competing on a daily basis. That's really how we operate here, and, and that's what's so it's what's so exciting. It's what's so exciting about this place that um, we have a lot of players that are passionate about what they do, a lot of people that are passionate about what they do, and we come in and try to get better every day. Okay, very good. Very, very good. Is, is Has Calvin Ridley played his last game for the Falcons? Terry Fontenot? That's a, I, I, don't, I don't know that. I, I can't, you know, I don't have a, if I could tell the future, I, I would definitely tell the future, but um, we, we just support him, and, um, and, and obviously we're very transparent in everything that happened, and and the timeline, and, and we're going to continue to support Calvin um, in, in the best way we know how and the best way we can. Okay, Terry. Very good. Do, do I get a return phone call from you on this program if I ask for you? Again? Anytime. Anytime. Seriously, man, I, I love your Thank you. I love your show. Thanks, man. I um, love listening to you, man, and um, and I'll call you. Any, you call me anytime, man. Congratulations. It's funny. I had Dennis Allen before, and he's just like, you know, I appreciate you giving the Saints coach a uh, time before the Falcons general manager as if you, as if you did, as if you didn't spend damn near two decades in that organization. I think it's just once you once you once once you're in this rivalry, you're in this rivalry. That's it. You know what I mean? Dennis is Dennis is pretty buttoned up. Did you get him to slip up any? Um, no, no, did, did, I, I didn't. Again, it's not the slipping up. It's the asking <laughs> questions that people want to know the answers to, Terry. You know what I'm saying? I just got. I got to see this book. I got to see the scouting report on me. So will did you? you? I'm, will, I'm, will you text you? Question: Did you or not? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, I a YouTube video I, I, will come out soon. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll find out. I'll let you know. I'll look at the metrics of the show and I'll get back to you. How does that sound? <laughs> Tell Sounds Arthur good. Smith I said hello, though. Will you please? I will. Okay. I will appreciate you. Thanks, man. Terry. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We'll chat soon. That's Terry Fontenot, the general manager of the Atlanta Falcons. There's a book on Isaac. There's a book on me. Called you out. Eisen notes. What's up with that? Arthur said you're going to try and get a headline. <laughs> I want to know if Desmond Ritter's going to have a shot to play in week one or not. I mean, that is kind of headline. That's the question Fair with enough. quarterbacks. Are they ready or are they not? Is there a competition or are they not?
I mean, that would get a headline, though. Would it? I would think so if <laughs> Terry comes out and says, I mean, you know, hey, our rookie draft pick, he could hey, be our guy. Let me ask you a question. I asked him about his about Drake London. I asked him about um, – am I being too sensitive right now? Because I, I don't like being called like a <laughs> – I even insinuated I, that I'm a clickbaiter. I don't – see, that's that was the word, and I, that is not, I think, what they're insinuating because I don't believe you're a clickbaiter. So – you know, did you get him to slip up? And then when I push back, he goes, I asked you a question. Yeah. He wanted to know. Boy, how'd you like to be in that uh, interview room in the combine with Terry Fontenot <laughs> and Arthur Smith? You know, he wanted to know if you gave, if, if I mean, Dennis gave us any intel. God, what if, there's, like if there's any BS in the room, they're going to call it out. Oh, they're going to sniff it. I didn't hear that. Epicady said that he was Dr. Pass Rush. Oh I missed that one God. too. Oh, boy. And he said, he said Arthur uh, wrote these down. Yeah, so he's he did. Gonna bring it up to the <laughs> you know, he should, you know, he Twin should, Towers and Doctor Pass. Should, he should bring. He should bring. The, Arthur, I'll do you a favor. You should bring a prescription pad to uh, Abikadi for the doctor. Yeah, say this is for you. <laughs> Write me up about twenty of these <laughs> for sacks. for the fall. Twenty. I want twenty of these. Yeah. Okay, since you're Doctor Pass Rush, shouldn't I expect that? She so want a sack, a Here, fumble. Here's hey. what you do. Here's what you do. You write one of these out. Every single time you get a sack, you put it on my desk. I want a prescription from Dr. Pass Rush. <laughs> we'll fill it. And what do you do for the Twin Towers? Like give them a Keem and Ralph Sampson I don't, I, yeah. highlight? I don't know. <laughs> that certainly ain't Patrick Ewing and Bill Cartwright. That's for sure. <laughs> that one didn't work out. It did not. Yeah, Bill, Bill, Patrick got nothing except Bill Cartwright joining Jordan and kicking Patrick's Patrick. ass. <laughs> and getting three. That's all we out got of out of that. All right. You got Oakley though, so and you we like did. him. Oh gosh, one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. The point where I'm still boycotting the team. <laughs> yeah. I won't give up on that, as you know. All right. So we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I'm going to uh, create more headlines because that's what I do. You're a clickbait. <laughs> <Yeah>, clickbait <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Face dropped. <laughs> So we're going to talk about. So we'll talk about LeBron when we come back. Oh, I can't wait to talk about LeBron. Is it the Lakers trade LeBron? Actually, I do have the Prescott? five sneaky good draft picks coming up next from the draft. That's next on the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least. The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. I'll have a conversation if you'd like before we get out of Dodge in about a half an hour from time to take you to Brother from Another on NBC Sports on Peacock. Never really asked you what you thought about your Dallas Cowboys draft, TJ. I mean, we kind of got into a little bit. You no, know? we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's no, fu- we didn't. It's funny, Rich. You know, um, and I, I did jot some notes down here. I pulled them up. It's funny because, you know, we talk about college sports. There's just so many football teams in college, right? So obviously, unless you're in Alabama, Notre Dame, uh, you can't have really... anything to do with the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I'm, 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 get, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. The point being, a lot of these players from these bigger, you know, the bigger conferences, the bigger colleges, you know, a lot of players though come from these smaller schools. People don't really know these guys. They're not breaking down tape. So I saw a bunch of, you know, people online saying yeah, how like they you... felt about the Cowboys draft. And it's just like... I, I don't know. I've never seen. Yeah, no. It's like how are you gonna how are you how are you gonna be able to how, how are you gonna go and and say you know? And I saw a lot of South Alabama football. This guy Jalen Tolbert is absolutely yeah. gonna be the guy who can help plug the hole of Amari Cooper no longer being there. Or and you can sit there and go, you know what? I watch a lot of North Dakota football. Not even North Dakota State football. You just watch North, North Dakota, Dakota football. Yeah. So it's and, so hard, you know. Like d- Tyler Smith, right off the bat, I think someone mentioned when he got drafted that he had problems holding, and I swear. Every Twitter comment was like, oh, well, he holds, he holds. It's like, people, you don't know. You didn't break down film on these guys. So I can't really say. Well, the Cowboys were in a spot. The Cowboys were in a spot at 24 where they were going to either – where it's a tough spot, man. Yeah. It's a tough spot because you weren't going to get one of the top tackles, and they probably thought staying put they would get some wide receiver that they really liked – well, and and at 24, as you know, that that's when the Packers started before that. At 22, they went Quay Walker, and it's yeah. just like they weren't going to reach for a wide receiver at that point in time that wasn't worthy of that fifth-year option-type first-round draft choice, and the Cowboys were clearly in that spot too. And they needed some help at offensive line. So I have no idea how good this kid out of Tulsa Tyler, is. Yeah, I mean, Tyler much, Smith. He filled the need, though. Offensive line is what we should have been – Looking to look, the know. last Ty Smith that they took did pretty well, and he still is doing pretty well. But yes, you have no is. idea. This guy, He's, Sam Williams, out of Ole Miss. Now Every, you mentioned he had some off field issues. Yeah, do that's you, why he's like got first round talent. I don't know what second. those are. Do you? It, it just uh, concerns about his um, maturity level, off the field oh. uh, choices. Gotcha. You know, 
And again, I got to be careful because I'm not in that sort of business here. But um, and also, Richard, when you look at that it, that was just say, the concern about him. But we'll see. We'll we'll see what he can do. When you say obviously picking, he's going to get a chance. When you say picking 24, that's usually a good thing, right? That means you did well the previous year, and you Correct. have. Fewer holes that need to be patched. That is so, good. Yes, you, theory, means you've most likely won your division and yeah. you've most likely made the playoffs. Unfortunately, they ran into the wrong team. Yeah. But we knew that we kind of knew that when the playoffs started that the Niners were And look, you can always you can always get players that can perform well at the outset of their careers in lower in the first round where the your Cowboys picked, um, or in the second and third round. And after taking in this draft now for a handful of days and before we start turning the page next week it's going to be all about the uh regular season schedule that's when the schedule's coming out mm-hmm. a week from uh thursday the uh international games were announced on my uh, my colleagues at good morning yep. football london uh, germany right Mexico. so yeah. so um before we do that though i've been thinking about it and i've got the top five it is cinco de mayo cinco de so let's mile, do yeah. a five list here today with you you've got one on friday as always I've got, give me some NFL Films music, please, if you don't mind, Mr. Feller. The top five sneaky good NFL draft picks. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's go. Here we go. I'm sure I'm going to miss some, but this is what I thought. These guys are not only not being talked about as much as the top of the draft, but they can just get right in there and make a big difference. Okay. And first up. Number five on this top five list is Devontae Wyatt of the Green Bay Packers. We keep talking about Trevon Walker first overall, and obviously, you know, uh, uh, Rich Eisen show glue guy Jordan Davis, the Eagles trading to go get him. But this guy was right there next to all of those guys up front. And he is a guy who I think next to Kenny Clark in whatever, you know, nickel packages i don't usually talk this way but i i i've heard how everyone was talking and the way i've i'm taking it all in is that he there are times where he can either be next to kenny clark or allow kenny clark to find the one-on-one mismatches for him while he's also a three-down player he can stop the run on the way to the passer and um i just think with quay walker behind him now with rashawn gary and they could do all sorts of things with their front seven now and get Aaron Rodgers back on the field. And I know Packers fans were disappointed about them not getting a, a, a receiver in the first round when so many people were, but they're going to really love their Georgia Bulldogs. And by the way, it's another thing too, that uh, these guys won't have to, you know, change very much. Just the color scheme because True. the letter G is the same. Exact same. <laughs> wow. They're the going to go from Green the Bay. Georgia G to the Green Bay G. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, I, I find that wild. Feel right at home. Yeah, feel right at home. So there you go. That's number five on our list, Avante Wyatt. Um, number four, speaking of a, a glue guy uh, on our program, um, I was stunned he was still around in the third round because he was the Big Ten freshman of the year in 2019. He had 93 catches and 1,286 receiving yards and becoming a first-team All-American for Purdue last year. Number four of our top five sneaky good draft choices is David Bell going to Cleveland. He was sitting there in the third round, 99th overall. And the reason why is he ran a 4.6540 at the Combine when everyone else was burning things up. Mm-hmm. So what? I don't I, I, I don't get it. He was. Remember when we spoke to him, he was at 
kid who said that his mom was was in the stands uh, recording all of his stats, and oh, she yeah, yeah. and and he told her afterwards after he saw her at the game. I think did he beat. I forget he beat a big. I think he beat Notre Dame or he beat no. He beat he had a uh, big game. Uh, he beat game. Iowa. He beat Iowa when Iowa's top was top five, and his mom comes out of the stands with his stats, and he's his mom. You know they they have ESPN for that. There's an app for that. <laughs> you know, and so David Bell is really really good, and he might not take the top of the defense off, but by the way, he could be faster in his pads than he is without him. I think Cleveland got themselves a winner, and they need, I mean, him and Cooper together, yeah. uh, you know, obviously they've changed their, their receiving core quite a bit. I I like him. I think that's a sneaky good pick, and I think Cleveland's going to love David Bell. That's number four. And then just again, we'll go one last glue guy here. Um, number three on the list is Cincinnati's Alec Pierce. I was thinking about this when oh, I was yeah. talking yesterday to uh, Chris Ballard, the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts. This kid is like Mr. Go Route. He's he's he he's the king of the 50-50 ball. He's a winner. He's also 6-3. And with Michael Pittman at 6-4. So you're going to have to deal with some serious, you know, deep threats um that are very tall. And then when you're concerned about that, maybe you know, Jonathan Taylor comes out of the backfield and hits you. I think this kid Alec Pierce is going to be an outstanding number 2 with Pittman being the number one in Indianapolis. Uh, he was the uh, second-round selection for Indianapolis, and um, I kind of dig that pick. Number two is another wide receiver. <sighs> I thought about this <laughs> when he was at the Combine running his routes and going through his drills. I thought to myself, he would be incredible in Kansas City's offense, but they have Tyree Kill. Not even imagining in a million years that Tyreek Hill was not coming back to the Kansas City Chiefs. And which I've, I've been told, by the way, the Chiefs had known for quite some time it would be very difficult to keep him. Oh, really? And now Tyreek Hill's gone and they drafted the kid in the second round. Sky Moore with two Y's <laughs> is coming at you with both Y's from Western Michigan. He, Tyreek Hill, uh, 5'10, 185. Sky Moore is 5'10, 195. Look, I'm not saying he's Tyreek Hill. I'm just saying he's got the height weight of Tyreek Hill, and he's got a big game too. And I think Andy Reid is going to plug him in, and we're going to see how good he can be. And we might see Kansas City joining Tennessee in the department of, well, we can't or we won't pay our receiver who we know and we could see what he's like in our offense. We're going to trade him elsewhere, let him get paid there, and we're going to draft his exact comp. We saw Tennessee do that with A.J. Brown and Traylon Burks, and I think we're seeing this now with the Chiefs, with Tyreek Hill and Sky Moore. I I can't wait to see uh, how he's going to do in this offense this fall. And the number one top sneaky good draft choice of the 2022 NFL draft, according to me, when he was drafted by this team, I thought, oh, my God. (laughs) James Cook and the Buffalo Bills offense is – I don't know if that's fair. I, I don't know if this is fair. As soon as the as soon as he got drafted by the Bills, I'm like, oh my! How many times was I talking about the Bills needing a back? I don't know if he's got the bell cow like his brother, but he can he can run, man, and he can be a passing matchup nightmare. 
So you're you're looking at, at Stephon Diggs, you're looking at Gabriel Davis, you're looking at Dawson Knox, and you're wondering if the quarterback's going to come downhill and hit you himself. Because he can and he will. And James <laughs> Cook is coming out of the backfield? That kid from Georgia who was unguardable by my Michigan Wolverines? That kid is now a Buffalo Bill. That's what we're adding. That's what the Bills are adding as a wrinkle. What they needed. And they got him in the second round. He is the sneakiest good draft pick of 2022 as far as I'm concerned. With what I saw he could do and what he, I think he can do for the Bills and what the Bills now did to their offense, which was basically unstoppable <laughs> yeah, in the playoffs last so, right? year. Look out, man. I think this kid's going to be special, and they needed a back. Look out below. James Cook, the sneakiest good draft choice of 2022. I like that. Those are five good picks. You know, those are five. I, I was going to include also uh, my Wolverine, David Ajabo, but I don't know if he's going to do anything this year. I, I kind of wanted to make sure that this is a plug-and-play. Mm-hmm. This These guys are going to perform well, and they're not at the top of the draft. They weren't a top-ten selection. You know, th- th- this is not the Drake London and Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave type conversation. Yeah, and 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 I could have put Brees Hall in here as well, but that's there's nothing sneaky about that. Like we've been talking about the Jets yeah, draft yeah. nonstop since the the Jets chose him on uh, well since you Friday actually night. picked the Jets well, uh, first pick. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I don't think there's anything sneaky good about it. Like who's talking about James Cook joining the Bills? It's like hey, listen, hey people. I mean, this is a team that was on tilt and couldn't be stopped in the playoffs in Kansas City, and Gabriel Davis is the guy who raised his hand and go, hey, by the way, you know. I was the toughest receiver to stop because everyone was focused on um, Stephon Diggs. Yeah. I'm the guy that was so. grabbing at 75-yard pitch and catch. Gone. Yeah. See ya. I'm the guy that Josh Allen was finding. And there's Stephon Diggs. And they have a tight end who can catch multiple touchdowns in a game himself. And they've got a quarterback who can run it down your throat too and be the toughest matchup problem there. And now, with all due respect to Devin Singletary, right? Now this kid's there? Yeah. It's going to be a problem. Oh, they added O.J. Howard as well, says uh, Buffalo Bills honk uh, Mike Hopkins, who approves this entire <laughs> message. Just got in my head. Got O.J. Howard, too. Did say honk or hunk? Honk. Honk. Just although, I, although, Just although I do like Mike so much to the point where after the show, I'm going to check him, uh, check his hands and just stare straight into his eyes. <laughs> Lovingly. Full circle. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, I like I like what the Bills did. Hoskins and I spoke about this yesterday after the show. That was uh, man, like they the got meme. James Cook. I, I honestly, I might have audibly said something in my mic like, "Wow, okay, <laughs> wow." But also, Rich, you know, for all these players, wow. they have to keep in mind, you know, your draft number. If you weren't drafted as high as you like, of course. or you know, the best player in football was what one ninety nine. So ninety nine. You know, you got you got a chance, guys. You you got a chance. All right, eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. We'll wrap up this show. The Ben Simmons news. We didn't discuss it, though. I, I, we got to hit that going out the door. Certainly, since there's no basketball tonight. Yeah. Back here to wrap up Thursday's show in a moment. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Can Show, the Callaway it? Rogue ST driver is sitting there. There's one of the. There's four different types. One of them has to fit your game because the Rogue ST driver is built to completely bomb it. We all want to bomb it off the tee. Yeah. And with their the Callaway Rogue ST driver, there's something called the speed tuned tungsten speed cartridge within it that makes. This not only Callaway's fastest, most stable driver ever. It gives you more speed on off center hits. And it provides more forgiveness. That's what we want in uh, playing golf. And by we, I, I mean the royal we of somebody who's got a very deficient game. So I've, uh, most golfers will fit into what I use as the max because of the incredible combination of distance and forgiveness. If you want a dedicated draw model, like you want some, some uh, assistance on that, there's the Max D because it gives you more shot shape correction. The Max LS gives you more trajectory and a neutral ball flight, something more spin too. The true players out there, you can use the Rogue ST Triple Diamond LS. It's the compact, low-spin head that the tour players love. Callaway's thought through every aspect of speed, so all you have to do is go Rogue. Find your Rogue ST driver at CallawayGolf.com slash go Rogue. Almost nailed that read. So cool. Kills me right at the end. So uh, let's go to Al in Dallas. What's up, Al? How you doing, Al? Did you, uh, you know, you forced me to go on Twitter um, uh, to, to, to vote on, and I, I voted for FFD, Five Finger Discount. No, Al. Your reputation, But I would have included the, the best for all you gamblers, gamblers out there. The field is alive after five. Okay. Um, which is a craps reference. Or, or you, you being a, a, an old school New Yorker, there's the drive for five, but I'm a but Ranger, I'm a Ranger fan. I could, and I, and I could <laughs> never, I, I could uh, never no. advocate for the Islanders phrase no, from back no, in the day. I, I hated them. Uh, 
you know, God, with a, with a, with a passion. They were so of good. A thousand dolans. Um, <laughs> nice. So, uh, 30 years ago today, by the way, Jiggy, uh, jump around. Oh, yeah. House of Pain. Yeah, unbelievable. Thank, thank you, Rex Chapman, for that. That's I, why saw, I, I saw him tweet that. And Wisconsin. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that's yeah. what they jump around. They do that now. <laughs> they came to get down. Yeah, well, you know, Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> so, R- Richard, I, I, my clients aren't on my phone into the Rich Eisen show list, so every time I've called in, I've gotten interrupted by something. So I wanted to congratulate you and I, which is probably the first time that you and I can actually say that the Jets and the Giants had an unbelievably successful draft. I agree. The Jets having a better one. So you know it was it was a, it was a good week. I, I I like to see your emotion when when all this was happening. It was excellent. You show that you're a real man of the people. I try, man. And how great is it? You know, in terms of Jets and Giants being totally moribund. I mean, awful, awful. The last two years, especially in the last five, ten, you could even say, you know, with the exception of that one uh, Ben McAdoo coached year where the Giants made the playoffs. Um, for Sauce and Kayvon Thibodeau to be drafted into this world back-to-back, that's the injection. That's that's it right there. Yeah, the I mean, that was a huge – and thank you, Jets, for uh, for, for that pick, right? I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's, the, that, that's what set this, the, the wheels in motion. Be careful way, what I'm you thank for. Be careful yeah, what you yeah, thank for, no, sir. Man. Be I'm, careful. I'm not ever got a job, by the way. Is, uh, well, he's now Sam Darnold's coach. He's the QB1 there. That's what I heard from him. At least he could <laughs> – I mean yeah. that was an. I mean he he failed. It's, it's listen. There's hope for everybody, I guess, right? I know, if he, right? If he can get if he can keep employed. So Al, thanks for the uh, call, brother. Thanks, Appreciate thanks, it. Take care, man. That's Alan Dallas, everybody. Okay, there you go. Couple of Woj stories. One that just hit, and one that um and one that is uh, now about you know twelve fifteen hours old. One that just hit is Woj is saying the NBA is going to suspend Dylan Brooks for Game Three mm-hmm. against Golden State. Um, I have no problem with that. Uh, I, I thought like this is one of those things where maybe you don't suspend somebody for um, the severity of uh, uh, of the injury that you incurred, mm-hmm. not just the severity of what what you did. Um, and maybe this was influenced by it, but the Warriors tweeting out that Gary Payton the second does in fact have a broken fractured elbow, but also ligament damage and muscle damage on top oh, of it. Oh man! And that he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. The idea is that he's going to come back in four potentially if the Warriors last that long. Um, Dylan Brooks broke the code, and it seems that everyone is in agreement. I don't have a problem with it. So that's now the backdrop of a game three in that now best of five series. And then there's the other story that uh, Woj and the rest of the NBA community was saying is that Ben Simmons needs back surgery. He's going to have it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I would love, can somebody put together a timeline, whether it's a fan uh, of this program that's hearing me say this either live or on our podcast or on our YouTube page later on, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Can somebody come up with a timeline of what Ben Simmons' maladies have been, either physical or mental, and when we've learned about them and what's been said about them? Is it the back or is it his mental state? What, you know, I, I'd love, again, not just. Uh, you can't Google it now. It, it will take a deep dive to go back a full calendar year because it was right about now last year when Simmons wasn't making shots or taking shots. And then it, w- it was the lack of making shots that led to the lack of taking, taking shots. shots yeah. 
Which led to his exit. Which led, which led to his exit, which he eventually orchestrated by showing up and then not showing up anymore. That was after he said it was his mental state that was the problem. I so everybody showed up to practice. Off. Yeah. Remember, he showed up at practice in sweats. We thought it was his phone, phone in his pocket, but jersey. it wasn't. Yeah. Right. It was something that it was a piece of clothing that was tucked into his pocket. And that's why, but he was out there giving it a go. But the reason why, you know, the Sixers couldn't find him for his not appearing when it was his time to appear was because he needed a mental break. Mm-hmm. And that's what ended up happening throughout all the season until it was time for him to get traded. And he got traded. And I imagine he must have passed a physical for the Nets to say, okay. Yeah, obviously. And then he shows up and it's just like he's going to play and it's going to be. And they, they targeted the date of the Nets playing in Philadelphia. And we're like, that's not going to be the first game that he plays. Like, stop it. But he does show up there. The Nets blow out the Sixers without him anyway. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to be, he'll be ready for the playoffs. And then he's not. Then he's not ready for the playoffs, but it's going to be, you know, definitely the first series at some point. Not the play-in game, he's going to miss that, but it's going to be the first series, and then it was time to play in the first series, and he doesn't. And the reason why is a combination of both. This is what we heard. It was his mental state leading to his lower back or his back being hurt. Or it's a combination of both working together to keep him out. And if anybody could attest to what I'm about to say, it's the guy I'm looking at right now. <laughs> yeah, he knows. You about- don't just open your back to no, just because you know it helps your your head, or you're doing it to make sure everyone understands it's not your head; it's really your body. This is some serious business. You open yeah. your back, and anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, you avoid it at all costs. The last option is surgery. So he's having a micro disectomy. Same thing I just had in. Not fun. Yeah, it says a, where a small fragment of a herniated disc is removed to relieve right. pressure. How are you, how are you on making layups? <laughs> Horrible my whole life. <laughs> so, okay, there you go. So yeah. be take 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 what you will out of that. Other than the fact, like he knows he's had you it don't done just twice, do that. Rich, in the yeah. last few months. Two, you don't just do that to months. take the heat off of you. No, that's a serious thing. That's where serious. the hell did that come from? Uh, We're certainly now you point. need back surgery. Why yeah. would the Nets take somebody who needs to open his back up to play for them? That's kind of what I'm wondering when I first heard this. Because, of course, like you said, you have to pass a physical. How do you pass a physical? How does trade even go through? And then my, I had to, like, last night as the power went out and I'm sitting in the dark in my apartment and <laughs> thinking things, it's like, could the Nets, like, could the NBA, like, rescind this trade? Obviously, they no, can't, but, like... I don't know. Sean Mark's sitting there saying, I got a receipt, Daryl. <laughs> right? I don't know. Has it been 90 days? <laughs> like, what, what what window in Philadelphia do I go up to? And, and it's just, like, you know, the the, uh, the term no backsies, I believe, is being applied. Except it's the backsie is the problem. <laughs> yeah, Damn, you, man. Backs are... Didn't see that coming. Uh, I want to thank Dennis Allen and Brandon Staley, Terry Fontenot, and John Boy. Thanks for taking in this Thursday show.